Yo, it's Alex Terranova, and welcome to Flip the Lens, where Brie Holland, London Papa Michael, and myself smash down the walls of perfection, performance, and looking good to dive face first into deeply vulnerable and personal conversations where we expose and explore what it means to be authentic and how to succeed in a world desperate for a facade. Hey, good morning. Welcome back to Flip the Lens. I'm your DJ for the day, London. <laughs> Welcome back, Brian Alex. How we doing? What's up? What's going on? I love that. I like that. I'm your DJ for the day. <laughs> yeah, DJ Papa Michael. <laughs> my my passion I have not shared with anyone yet. But yeah, we're gonna dive wait, right into real? it today. Wait, 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 wait. Is that real? Do you really want? Do you have a secret? No, 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 okay. no, no. All right, because I have a secret uh, desire to write a country album. <laughs> I talk about it sometimes. People are always yeah. like, wait, what? You're from L.A.? No, right. but, yeah, no. it's but it's good way. to start the day with a laugh. That is for <laughs> sure. I do want to touch the base on the topic of um, social media. I think it's very, uh, it's a big thing going on right now. It's uh, a powerful tool, and it is also, um, it can be very dangerous in many ways. Um, something that frustrated me the other day was, I feel like I have a really good community and people help me out when I ask them to listen to stuff or give me their feedback. And I posted one simple question on my story and about 70% of my feedback was them saying something else. I had a specific question where I really wanted my so-called audience and my supporters to help me out. And they asked me or said something that had nothing to do with the question. And it kind of infuriated me because I'm like, hey, guys, I need your help, you know. And then it had me think, you know, am I doing this for them? Am I doing it for me? Why is my social media here? Is it getting the best of me? Am I on it too much? And um, I guess it was kind of a cool little, uh, you know, conversation I had with myself. But, you know, uh, it's just it's funny um, how this platform works, but overall, it's been an amazing experience for me having social media with a as a business tool, connecting with like-minded people, telling my story, and getting a chance to drop in DMs and work with people that I admire. So, have you guys experienced anything like that, or what are your thoughts on social media? I had a girl the other day message me, and I love Instagram. Like that's my jam. I feel like social media is such a big word. People are like, Oh, are you on social media? Like, what do you mean? Like TikTok or Twitter? <laughs> like there can be so many different things, but I love Instagram. And I had a girl pop into my DMS and be like, you are the realist, like most amazing. I've been following you for years, followed by another girl who messaged me and said, you are so fake tan teeth, blah, blah, blah. You know, this huge, big paragraph. I'm like, man, it's so interesting how I haven't changed what I've done or shared in years. I share authentically, genuinely my life. Um, I've had an Instagram for, I don't know, five years that I've utilized to share my story and help women and motivate and inspire and encourage all of that good stuff. And it's interesting that back to back, <laughs> I can get messages that are so contradicting. But with social media, I think it's good to take it with a grain of salt of, I get to put out there whatever I want and people can respond or not. There is an unfollow button on pretty much every social media platform, right? We choose to dig into what we are encouraged by or what we want to follow to hate on. And I think that so many people are like, oh, social media, it makes me feel so bad about myself. And all these perfectly curated pictures on Instagram in particular, because it's a picture sharing site. That's how it started. And I'm like, why are we, why are we so judgmental of this platform that was put out there to 
put out cool content, to put out and share highlight reels, but then we bash people for doing it on a daily because it's not real or it's not authentic. Like how real and authentic can a social platform be when it's sharing pictures, right? Like it's one glimpse. It's not saying this is my whole life. This is every single detail of my day of, you know, broccoli between my teeth and the fight I had with my spouse. Like this is what I'm putting out there to share and encourage. I'm not going to put all the bullshit to discourage people. I'll be real, but it doesn't mean that I'm fake because I choose to focus on positive stuff and choose to put out there what I feel comfortable in what my realm of sharing is, you know? For me, man, I, I, it's, I don't even like saying this, but I hate it. I hate all of it. And it's because I think it appeals to our ego as a whole. When we're, I, I don't, I'm going to butcher this, but I've heard people say like, there's only two reasons you post on social media to like make yourself feel better or make someone else feel worse. And, and I'm not going to like, I'm not saying that's true. I just thought that was a great way to think about it. Cause if you think like, why, like if you actually ask yourself, like, why am I posting this? Why am I writing this? And what I notice is when I look at social media as a consumer of it, I always feel worse. It always makes me, and I know it's not the truth, right? You can say, I know what I'm looking at is not like all the vacations and all the pictures are not the truth, but your subconscious doesn't actually know the difference. And your subconscious takes in, it's like, man, everybody's on vacation. Everybody's living these great lives. Everybody's working out and look like it's just like so manufactured. Or it's like, oh man, everybody's doing better than me. Or, and then when I'm posting, there's this like, even if I'm not actually looking for it, if it's just sharing or, or I'm trying to provide value, the subconscious wants to get fed. And I noticed that, man, I wish I could just turn it over to somebody because it it seems like something we need when we have businesses nowadays. But on a, on a human personal level, I honestly wish it didn't exist. I think we were way better off before. I think it's one of those pieces of technology that we think is going to make us better. We think it's going to like bring us closer. Like the nuclear weapons were supposed to make us more safe. That didn't happen. Um, I think social media was meant to make us like feel more connected. But if you actually look at human beings, we're more disconnected than we've ever been. And, you know, from, I think one of the things I got, uh, something I've been trying to work on is not be on as much for consumption. And when I post, use my social media as a place to like journal entry my life, um, write about things that I can look back and go, man, I remember that. That was cool. Remember when I wrote this? Or that I can even create content on there and maybe repurpose it and use it later. But it's at the beginning of that journey and it's difficult. My ego does not want to allow that to be the purpose. I'm going to lead off on this, but I have a question of for all of us on what has been the most powerful experience on social media and what's been your worst experience. So for me, my worst experience on social media is people dropping in my DM and attacking me. So I posted something about being plant-based and I put my nutrition guide up and this, um, former, uh, like I think army guy, army vet dropped in my DM before and was very kind and liked my stuff and asked me about stuff. And I, gave him my time and responded the best I could about training nutrition. And he's like, what are you doing? You're endangering people's lives. You know, people aren't getting the proper nutrients if they're plant-based. You're going to kill people. And he like flipped out on me. 
And I was trying to fight back because I was like, I felt bad for the guy. And I was like, you're attacking my character. What do you mean I'm trying to hurt people, man? I said, I'm not even a nutritionist. I have a guide that works for me. You can try it. That's it. And he was going in on me. And another time, a girl attacked me about something and said I was white privileged. I'm like, well, first of all, I'm Greek. I'm tan. I'm not even white. So hold your horses there. And what does this have to do with white privilege? I'm just saying I've been through some shit and I'm trying to help you and you can get out of some shit too. So it's amazing how, but like Bree said before in a past episode of in the end, that's ultimately issues they have. It's not something about me. It's about them. But again, I'm trying to refrain of wasting my time and energy of fighting back on people like that. Luckily, it hasn't happened a lot. But when you believe in yourself and what you're doing, it's like, why are you coming at me like that? Like, I'm not trying to I'm not trying to sell you hydroxy cut, you know, and you get shredded in three days. I'm just saying eat a little bit healthier and try to eat plants. Um, but I'd say the most fulfilling and awesome thing that's happened for me on social media is not dropping in Steve Weatherford's DM and working with him. It's, it's when me. I tell my story. It's meeting me, right? What's that? It's meeting me. It's meeting me. That's the. Yeah. Uh, well, yeah. you're on the top five, brother. <laughs> I'll tell you that. Um, but uh, it's random strangers dropping in my DM saying, hey, I was molested as a child and I've never talked to anybody. But now that you said something, I believe that I maybe I should talk to somebody. You know what? I think I have an anger problem, man. I should probably see a therapist. Um, yep, I was raped as a kid, and I just never thought I could figure this out. Or, hey, I thought about committing suicide, but I'm not now. Um, I have a drinking problem, and I don't drink anymore because I heard your story, and I heard about your mom. So that's why I do what I do overall. And uh, overall, it's been an amazing tool for me to connect and help people. And ultimately it helps me heal myself when I do that. What about you guys? Um, the best and the worst, I think the, uh, I mean, the best is, is connections like this. Like, yes, we didn't, you and I, London didn't meet on Instagram, but that's, we met at an event, but then we connected and, and like, I want to say like solidified and created a relationship through that platform. Um, and I think that's been the best part is uh, communicating with certain people that I might not have been able to communicate with through there. I think too, you know, you put in like some, those few times that someone reaches out and you're, they're like, Hey, it's super inspiring what you're doing. Um, I want to try this. I think the negative I don't get a I don't get a lot of like haters. I don't I don't get a lot of I mean I don't have the the massive following that you two have, but I don't I don't get a lot of like people just kind of throwing rocks at me. So I think the the most negative part is the part that I talked about before. I don't want to say it again, but it's like my own personal um, relationship to it versus what other people are bringing to it. I think for me Creating social media was a space to, like London said, reach more people. I mean, I was homeschooled. My dad grew up in Africa. I never went to college. So when people are like, oh, I just, you know, my friends from my sorority and my best friend from high school, I'm like, so I had two sisters and a brother. That's the people I know. And so it's been really powerful for me to actually get to create relationships and find people that are are like me and um, have similar struggles or have similar goals and connect with people that not only want to get to where I've, I've gotten, but also people who are, you know, beyond where I've gone to connect and be able to 
um, learn from them and grow with them. Whereas if I didn't have social media, that would be a really hard connection to make. So I think for me on a personal level, it's been awesome to create those relationships that wouldn't have been there otherwise, um, found mentors. And then also on the flip side of just, you know, being able to share and be that mentor to other people that have been where I've been, um, or going through similar things where, it's not about a curated post for how many likes can I get um, or trying to put content out there that's, you know, yes, I have a, an awesome, you know, business online, but being able to not even have to put that at the forefront because my story and what I share authentically, organically, um, just in my day to day is what attracts people um, giving away my six figure business to start something new. It showed me that starting something new, it wasn't about the products that I sell. It's not about the business I'm aligned with. I had so many people reach out and be like, well, I want to know what you're doing because I trust you. And I told Aaron from the start of leaving a company because my integrity of what I put out there and what I share on social media, people don't join my team in my network marketing business because of that company. They join because they've seen what I have done and where I've gotten to and the tools that I use and they trust me. And so to see that power in social media of they don't give a shit what company I'm aligned with, they're actually really invested in what Aaron and I offer as a couple, the mentorship we can give, the trust that I've built over an extended period of time, I don't have to cold message people and say, hey, do you want to join my team? People feel that vibe. And I think that you can pick up really quickly on if an account is there for likes. I mean, I could post pictures in a bikini every single day and probably get more followers. I know exactly how my algorithm works if you want to get technical on social media to grow a following. But I think the fact that I choose to put things out there knowing that, oh, this isn't going to get as much engagement because it is maybe pushing the boundaries or somebody's not going to like it and putting stuff in my Instagram stories, knowing that, you know, I'm going to lose some followers for saying certain things or lose followers for whatever. But I think what is the quote? Like, if you have haters, you've arrived. (laughs) Like, not everybody's going to like you and that whole you know, you can ha- be the juiciest, freshest peach and some people just don't like peaches. <laughs> so just knowing that I'm aligned with my vision of who I want to help and what I'm trying to put out there, knowing that the right people are going to find my account and be encouraged. And I don't, it's not my job to make everyone on the internet feel loved and encouraged and my story be motivating to them. It's my job to be that to the people that need it, that follow me and see me and trust me. And the other things I just have to let roll off my back. You made me think just now when you when you were talking about where, because I I try to be as real and as uh, authentic as I can. And one of the uh, we were talking about this before we recorded. Like I'm posting a video every day uh, for 366 days of my journey from not being plant based vegan to plant based vegan overnight, and the uh, things I learn, a recipe, what I like, what I didn't like. And I'm trying to like make it fun. I'll have other people do it for me and I'll kind of tell them what to say. And then I'll write like a, a post about it. But part of it was to just infuse more of my own real life with my business, which is like, instead of having it separate. And what I'm getting from you, Bree, is, is to con- like keep doing that. 
like that actually would probably make me feel more fulfilled is if not only with that, that game that I'm playing with the vegan thing, but if I did that all over where if I looked at where I was afraid of what I'm not posting because I might get something back or where I'm not posting because someone else that I know might think something about it, but actually continue to stretch myself authentically through that platform because anything that I do, it's seen by anyone who wants to see it. So you open yourself up to all that they can bring. And I love the idea that, um, you know, you you said the hater comment for me, I'm really committed to being polarizing. And I don't mean sometimes people are like, Oh, that's like dividing people. But I mean it like, I want, if you love me, and you like what I'm about and you think I provide value and and I can help you and you can help me. Like I you're my people. Like I want you with me. And if you don't, like that's cool too. But like let's not waste our time with each other. Like if I don't need, you know, I don't need to put stuff for you just to pretend and you don't need to follow me for whatever reason. I think that like really getting clear on are you being authentic in that space or are you trying to like capture likes or people or like what's it about for you? So that was really, thanks for triggering that in my head. Yeah. And I think it's a fun process for people to, you know, it's your own platform. You can do what you want with it. You know, you don't have to tell your story like we are and try to help and help people and be authentic and life changing events. And look, look what I've been through. I understand that's not for everybody. You know, it's just, you have the choice to do what you want with it. And we choose to do some good with it along with, you know, sprinkling in just, us being ourselves and having a cold beer or our kids jumping on us or having broccoli in our teeth, you know, and it's been a fun evolution for me. When I first got on Instagram, I was in corporate America sales and I wore suits every day and I uh, took a picture and put a bunch of filters on it and hashtag flower lapel, hashtag men with style, hashtag GQ model. And I was trying to get likes <laughs> and I was trying to have cool pictures, but I like, I don't have an issue with that. Um, but it's just been fun for me to, you know, get more comfortable being me and then figuring out what my true vision is of, for me, of what I want to do with my life and what I want out of life. And it all came full circle, you know, and the thing that changed it all was the five second video of me touching my heart twice, tapping up, you know, and pointing to my mom and telling the story of how I lost my mom. And then that's when it was really like, that's when I got the most likes and the most comments. And it was like, I have a voice here and I have a story to tell you know, and believing in myself that like I am unique of just my story and the way I look and having this accent and all that and being a man and talking about some real shit and saying I've been in a dark place, man. And sometimes I go back there and I love it. And it's, there's been some bad experiences or I've been on my phone too much, or I've looked at Instagram, just muscle memory with my thumb. Like I tap Instagram, just holy shit. And I'm like, dude, you're just like, you're looking out the window and you just went down on your phone and you just looked at your Instagram. So I'm being more conscious of that kind of stuff, but I've been fortunate to where it's been an amazing platform for me to meet great people and now learning it to use it as a business tool to market um, the opportunity to speak or, you know, growing my fitness app or connecting with people like you. Um, and I just encourage people to find your own voice on there. And the more comfortable you get with who you are and what you're doing, the less you can, that hate that's ultimately going to come regardless, um, doesn't phase you as much. You know, but it would be awesome to be a Will Smith and whoever says anything bad about Will Smith. No, but somebody, somebody, does. You know, but eventually somebody's going to say something about him. And it's cool. The older I get, the more I'm like, well, I don't really give a shit, man. I'm just going to pump out stuff that I believe in and I'm going to see what happens. And the more I do that and I own myself and my story, uh, the better things seem to go. 
on social media or in my life. Wait, London, you have an accent? Some people think so. I don't think I do. <laughs> I'm like, wait, what? <laughs> some people think I sound really Southern. And then some people are like, you don't sound Southern at all. So I, I don't know, man. <laughs> what are we... I, I it feels like there's something and I'm just always going to go to this place. Like, it feels like I always want to, like I, I've talked about on another podcast we did, like, I always want to go deeper. I always want to look at like what we're not saying, like what's the thing that we're holding back or not talking about that other people might be struggling with. Is there anything that comes up for you guys? I think for me, in a personal decision to be on social media and London kind of touched on it, you know, Oh, like I'm walking the dog or I'm headed to the gym and tap. Now I'm on it. And then people complain. I see a lot of just people complain about, Oh, it takes up so much time or, Oh, I wish I could do these other things to not let it run your day. I think that it sounds so simple, but we're all so busy. I think Alex, this plays into maybe what you were saying is that you don't love it is we're so busy watching and comparing. And when you get into that comparison game, I mean, I'm guilty of that too, is seeing what other people are doing in their highlight reel. Um, and oh, they must have more success and they're probably making more money and they're always put together. And here I am this hot mess mom. Like I don't have a photographer taking my pictures. I don't have a story to share. And that comparison game can lead you down a dark tunnel. And that you realize you have control, whether it's I want to share on the platform or I want to consume on a platform of social media. You have to be very aware of why am I consuming it? How much time am I spending consuming it versus creating my own life? Whether that's putting content on social media or just the people around you. I mean, just being really aware. I know I'm guilty of that trigger happy tapping on Instagram. Wait, I was working out pot. Like now I'm on my phone. Now I'm on Instagram. So I think for me, especially putting content out there in my story, it's important for me to create three times more than I consume so that I don't get in that comparison mm -hmm. game. So I can protect my headspace of what am I sharing? Why am I sharing it? Versus, Oh, that person sharing that and got a lot of views. Now I need to do that. Or that person on TikTok is thriving. I need to do that. Or Whatever the case may be is to protect your mindset of why am I on this platform? What am I getting that's adding benefit to my life? And if it's not, then I need to realign and say, I need to, I need to back up and take a, a bigger picture of why am I here? I'm, uh, I'm thinking about like where, like, I think like, when I talk about like, what are we, what are we afraid of? I think the thing that comes up for me is like, why do I even do it if I don't like it? And it's a like weird. I asked, I, I've been asking clients this question that I got from a, a, my other podcast that some, one of my guests said to me, it was like, if you only had 30 days to live, what would you be doing right now? And what would you stop doing right now? And I think people's first reaction is they'd like go crazy or whatever, but like, I wouldn't stop podcasting. Like, I really enjoy this. I might change the schedule of it. I wouldn't stop writing. I wouldn't, like, cancel all my clients. But there would be things that I do. Like, I would not be on social media. I would not be on Netflix. I would not be sleeping in late. Like, I, there would be things that I clearly would not do. And then there would be things that I would be like, I would do more of that. And I think that, you know, tomorrow is not promised. 
there is no guarantee of the future. And to look at like, okay, if I'm going to use a plot, like something like this, how do I make it so that it would be something that I would use even if I only had 30 days left? Yeah, that's a powerful way to look at it, you know, and for me, you know, I've, I've taken on a big responsibility. I go on these podcasts and I tell my story and I tell people they're not alone and they can reach out to me. And then those people reach out to you and then they want some advice and you read some dark stuff and they're dependent on you to give them some sort of hope, you know, to kind of help them. And that's a big responsibility that I've kind of put on myself, but you know, ultimately it's like, you know, where that self-doubt creeps in of, wow, you know, can I do this? And can I take this on? And then you get five messages in a row, like after doing a big mm. podcast and they're all saying these things, you know, and that can be tough, man. It can be like, holy shit, you know? And then, then you put yourself out there and then they're always DMing you and asking you and hitting you up for help or this and that. And it's like, whoa, like, ugh, you know, like, well, but I set myself up for this, you know, but, you know, being honest with them and yourself and just doing the best I can with it. Um, but I guess my fear is possibly not, um, leading up to the expectations that I set for myself of trying to help everybody. But like we we're saying before, taking a step back and a deep breath and being honest about the situation and do what you can and being honest with those people that you're trying to help, you know, and here I am and I'm trying to help you in this moment and I'll do the best I can, you know, but ultimately you got to help yourself. But it, it always comes down to choices and you can choose to live the life you want, pursue it, choose who you hang around, choose how you use social media for the good or the bad. And that's the beauty in it. You have a choice and I'm going to continue to use it the best way I see fit. And that's for me to tell my story and try to help people. I think we should leave it right here. Uh, and we, I think you leave us in a great place that we invite anyone listening to, you know, if anything we ever talk about resonates for you or you need support or you just need somebody to listen or, you know, you hate us for what we're talking about, whatever it is, like reach out, share, like, you know, like bring the conversation. If there is something you want us to talk about, just let us know that too. Um, thanks for listening. We're super grateful that, you know, you would give us your time and, and comments and thoughts and uh, let us be in your head for, you know, 25 minutes or so. Thanks. We'll see you next time. Peace. Thank you for listening. It's not easy to create these episodes, but we know it's important. We need more real, open and honest conversations because we know that whatever you're going through, whatever you're dealing with, you're not alone. A life pretending isn't worth living. So please share this podcast with a friend. And thanks for listening.